What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Javier Platt. Pladeval, who is a co-founder of Index. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Uh, that was great, man. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. I uh, I appreciate it. Even if the pronunciation wasn't perfect, I do I do my best. It was great. It was great. For people that don't know um, what uh, what you're working on, they haven't heard of Index. Can you kind of share what you're what you're working on? For sure. Um, so Index is a dashboard builder for your business metrics. So it's a super easy way uh, for non-technical people to build their dashboards to keep track of their KPIs. So this is exciting for someone like me who is non-technical, but like technical in the no-code sense. And I have a feeling this is in like the no-code realm, which which is cool. So let's kind of start with what like what kind of dashboards should we should like can you track with this um i feel like when you when you're like just starting a company like i know i didn't know like there's supposed to be dashboard tracking stuff can you just talk about um what you should be tracking then we can talk about how this works and how you can do it with index for sure so, so when people when we sort of like share what uh what index is with people they get all excited because they think about their own use cases and i mean hopefully we will serve those at some point right now index is really built for helping you know, operations teams inside technology companies to measure their top KPIs, right? So saying things like you know, CAC, LTV, net retention revenue, burn, things like that, uh, that are sort of like core to every company. And um, yeah, that's where we're focused now. Although obviously like the goal over time is to sort of like expand on that with templates and things like that. And how does it, how does it work? Well, actually, before going into the rabbit hole of how it works, yep. how uses, et cetera, let's kind of back up and kind of go into um, why did you decide to build this? I guess in other words, like what's the origin story for, for Index? For sure. So um, the, the origin story, like it actually came because like while, while I was working at, at Facebook, like I had to build a lot of internal tools, um, specifically dashboards uh, like the ones that you can build with Index. And at that point, like the tools were fine, uh, but they were not great, you know? And when, and you know, at the same time, my co-founder is a data engineer and he saw similar problems sort of like on the back end side of things and how, you know, how hard it was for sort of like, you know, business users to manipulate data. So what we realized is like, okay, we have this sort of like, you know, like really good domain expertise. And then at the end of the day, you know, we are, our thing is like, how can we build beautiful tools? Uh, you know, like we're sort of like apprentices almost, or we think of ourselves as, as that. And it's like, how can we build, you know, beautiful tools? And this felt like a space that was like, okay, you know, it's the perfect combination of a space that we know that we feel is sort of like due for innovation where we can, you know, spend 
10 plus years building a, you know, an iconic product. So that's kind of like how we decided to, you know, build index. And then how does index work? So I, I have my, I have a city I just started. Yes. Yeah, so a virtual city. And I have, yeah. like, I have like 40, I now I'm at about, I'm at, a, I'm at a, um, a number that's growing you know, daily of residents. How would I be able to track this on index and track CAC? Like if you plug into so softwares, like how, how does it work? Yep. That's exactly right. So we have a, like a core set of integrations. So think, think things like stride for your payments, um, Salesforce for your CRM, Google Sheets, and then a bunch of other like databases. And the way this works is like you'll pull all of this information in and we even help you with like a set of templates. So we tell you like, hey, listen, if you're building a city, right? These are sort of like the main metrics that, you know, people uh, measure and track. And so that way it's a lot easier for people to get up and running, right? So for example, you mentioned something like CAC, that data might come from Stripe and then, you know, your database to calculate, you know, the number of users that you have or something like that. So we make it super easy for someone that's non-technical to just like come in and say, okay, I'll connect to, you know, my Stripe data and I have my revenue information. And then I'll connect to my amplitude and have it, you know, which is for user behavior and have everything in one place. And that kind of gives you like a bird's eye view of, you know, the health of the company and of the product. And I feel like so many people could use this. Um, and so many startup founders, um, company owners, how do you think about like getting the word out about this or like distributing it or just spreading spreading the word? Yeah. Um, so that's a good point. Uh, the way we think we try to be very methodical about it. So we actually have kind of a, you know, a detailed like, uh, like spreadsheet actually, you know, with like every channel and like how we think about, you know, because a lot of people say like, Oh, content strategy, you know, like that's, that's the way to go. And sure, there's a component of that. So create relevant content that helps people, you know, think about their metrics, but there's also a lot of other things like, for example, you know, working with accelerators like Y Combinator to, you know, make sure that, you know, founders know about it um, or work with, um, you know, um, uh, work with like other sort of like business partners. Right. So, I mean, some of them, like we can say, we can tell them some we can't, but you know, there are other people in like the sort of like data analysis space where, you know, partnerships are super, super useful. Um, so yeah, so it, it's more like what's the holistic picture here, you know, and not just depend on, you know, like launching on product hunt or tech crunch or something like that. And how do you kind of balance, you, because you, you, this is a product that startups could use, you probably get a lot of feature requests, like, oh, build an integration for uh, this, yeah. oh, ship this, and, and you need to decide, you and your co-founder need to decide like, what to listen to and what not to. How do you strike yep. that balance between listening to users and building what they want and not listening to them and building what you want? That's a really, really good question. Um, we, we're not the first ones to try this, and we've seen other companies like you know, try and fail. And the reason is we believe uh, among other things, lack of focus. So, you know, you would see people building things like, like you mentioned, like there are many use cases for this, right? So they would build, you know, Shopify integration and like, you know, Facebook apps and Google apps and like, it's just like a bunch of different things. But because we're focused strictly on operations at first, that means that we only sort of like build, you know, three types of integrations really is payments. It's your database or, you know, data source, whatever that might be. And then it's your CRM. Right. So those three, you know, core things, if they fall outside of that, we, I mean, we log everything, but you know, we, they're, they're like further down the, you know, the priority list, if that makes sense. So again, focus. Focus. How do you, how do you keep it? Like, like focus is, is literally like there was a quote or a somewhere in a movie like Steve Jobs and Bill Gates were asked, like, what's the most best thing you can have as a founder. And at separate times in life, they both said focus. 
yeah. how do you how do you protect focus? How do you keep focus um, fine tuned? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I wish I could tell you and give you a formula. I, I I feel like you know every founder, if they tell you they know, they're probably making it up. But in reality, I feel like the best proxy that we found is just like having a clear vision um, of what this looks like. And, you know, because we've had to build tools and we have like a pretty clear idea, like this is, you know, this is what we, this is what the future will look like, period. And like whether we build it or someone else does, this is what we believe is going to happen. And, you know, like anything that sort of like doesn't pattern match to that, um, you know, it's like maybe that's not as much of a priority right now. But of course, you have to like check yourself, right? It's like, okay, I still need to take in feedback while balancing it with, you know, my clear vision. So I guess my point is, you know, have a super clear vision and sort of like check any, you know, input that you get against that. And if it doesn't align, ask yourself why. Um, but for the most part, trust your gut that, you know, you have a pretty good vision of the future. Yeah, I, I think that trust, so, trusting your gut is something is, it's easy. It's like something I wish I always do more. Like I trivially, I trust it most of the time, but then there's that one time where it's like, nah, let's like not do that. And then I always regret it. Uh, so gut, gut, gut is key for sure. Um, what, what is a day in the life for you right now? You, you know, you're a co-founder of this company. Um, are, are you shipping code? Are you getting users? Are you managing team? Like, I guess what, what's a day in the life of a, of a co-founder? All, all of the above. All of the above. Yeah. So um, right now we're just like two people. Um, we're probably going to start hiring a team pretty soon, but even then, um, yeah, like we, we're still both coding. Um, the way we've sort of like split our responsibility, it's more like, you know, I do all of sort of like the product and design and front end, and then some of our integration work. And then my co-founder takes the rest of engineering so that, you know, I have some bandwidth left to do, you know, sales and fundraising and legal and, you know, everything else that comes with like, you know, uh, running a company. But I, I think that's actually like an advantage for us uh, because, you know, we have a pretty good understanding or, or we think we do of what it takes to run every function. So, you know, once we, you know, once we're ready to hire people that are way better than us, we're like, okay, we at least know what we're looking for, you know? But like if we want to hire a designer, uh, it's like, okay, I want someone that's like really good with, I don't know, design systems and like someone that really understands this, uh, this tech stack and stuff like that. So, so yeah, like we actually see it as an advantage, especially in the early days to, you know, know every function. Absolutely. And, and if you were to kind of look out, so, so you have, you have your two people, maybe soon to be way more, right. If you're growing a team mm -hmm. and if everything kind of goes to plan um, in 10 years, what could index look like? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision for what you're building and what, what direction are you rowing in? So like the big vision for this is that in 10 years, every great company that gets built um, uses index at, at their core, right? At the end of the day, we like our goal is to increase the operational excellence of companies, right? So if at, like in 10 years, index is going to, you know, again, be at the core of every operations team of every great company, but also in other functions, right? So in 10 years, uh, index will be opened so that other people can build you know, their own blocks and integrations on top of index. And, you know, you'll see how teams within other functions like, you know, HR, product, customer success, start adopting index, um, you know, to measure their own KPIs and just like raise the bar. So that's kind of like the vision long term. And then to, to make that happen, like you'll, you'll need some help. You'll need a lot of help, right, to make the big vision happen. Yeah. You'll, you'll need employees. 
customers, maybe some more investors if you're, if you're trying to do that. But what, you, what you'll definitely need help with is, or who you'll need help from is from the forward thinking founders community. So for my last question for you is, how can the listeners help? Are, are you hiring? Are you raising money, looking for users? How can anyone listening assist? For sure. Um, we're pretty much done with our fundraising right now, but uh, we're always looking for a new, uh, you know, beta users. So you can go sign up, um, you know, to our wait list. And we literally like, um, like, like respond to everyone that joins. Uh, you can look at it at tryindex.com. And then we would also love to hear from you. So you can just email friends at tryindex.com. And if you would like to join the journey, uh, we're hiring for software engineers. Uh, but if you are just curious and you want to learn more, you want to tell us something, you want to share your stories of how, you know, you wish you had a dashboard builder, or you wish you could measure some metrics, uh, tell us, uh, we would love to hear from you and we respond to every email. All right. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Uh, best of luck making the vision happen. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, man. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one -on -one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.